What are we talking about? Unwelcome and survival. <sighs> All right. Good to see you back, friends. Thank you for joining me for yet another installment of the podcast that accompanies the season called New Beginnings that is part of the project called No Other Life, invented by me. It's something I've been thinking about for months, if not years in some of the cases, and I really hope that it's connecting with you. That's all that I care about here. How can we get through the difficulties of our lives and come out the other side, hopefully better and unscathed. And if scathed, what have we learned from it? Today's material is difficult. It's difficult to talk about. It's difficult to reconcile. And I'm doing my best to make it as sensitive as possible because the last thing I want to do is for someone out there who's trying to learn, trying to do better, trying to get over some stuff, the last thing I want to do is give them a harder climb. And so I'll do my best, I promise. When you are going through any of these models, at some point, you will be hoping for success. You will be hoping for that culmination. You might be hoping for a variety of positive outcomes. And it's just not forthcoming. We've talked about the pragmatic model in which you realize that what you've been doing is not going to make the final achievement that you hoped for. And elsewhere in the series, you know, we're talking about some other instances in which you just have to make a decision. Um, this is the epiphany unity pairing, and it's a tough one because the person who has learned of one bit of news may in fact realize that they are forced into a decision that may not be as easy as they hope. So when we take this model at hand, you're going along and something causes someone else to feel that you are no longer welcome doing what it is that you've been doing. Now, I don't want to judge this past. I've spoken at length about the fact that we don't want to live in the past any more than we want to live in the future. They're both a problem. What we have right now is the now. And if you get so wrapped up in the past or you get so wrapped up in your future... At some point, something's got to give, and you're going to be ultra-focused on the wrong thing. Live in the now, friends. I'm trying it. Darn it, it's hard. But that's what we got to try to do. So I'm not going to talk about the past at this model. But something 
makes someone feel that we got to have a talk. And you learn, maybe for the first time, hopefully not, but maybe, that you're unwelcome to continue your work the way you've been doing. You're unwelcome to continue your degree the way you were doing. You might be unwelcome in your own home. And upon realizing this, there are so many different ways that one can feel. Now, you might be in agreement that you have not been meeting the mark. When we talk about the prerequisite model, the most important thing when you start out on the prereq that sets that model in motion is something, usually in print, that says these are the criteria that you must meet. And friends, if you don't meet them, you can't really challenge it. I'm sure you can, but you can't in terms of the modeling. But in the unwelcome model, someone, often by terms of a contract, has every right to say, you and I are both at will and I'm done. I don't want you to be a part of whatever we are in together any longer. And you might agree you might say, yeah, uh, I see where you're coming from. Let's put this to bed. But maybe you don't feel that way. Maybe you don't see the logic in that person's argument. Boy, is that possible at times. And if that be the case, friends, then you have a lot to think about. You have a lot to try to deal with in your life at this point. Now, another thing that makes this different than many of the other models is that it comes out of nowhere for you. You can see the writing on the wall, maybe, but you want to roll with it. You want to see what's going on. Maybe, like I said in the pragmatic model, you never came in with a goal or a plan at any rate. And so you just don't know the alternative. You just keep doing it. But at any rate, in any way, what ends up happening is you are told you are unwelcome. And you realize at that point that your new beginning has happened. You didn't come into Project A, this antecedent, knowing that it was an antecedent. You didn't say, well, hopefully in three months or hopefully in four years, 20, who knows, by the time I hit age blank, I will have achieved this goal. No, in this case... You were just living your life, and all of a sudden you learn, oh, that's my new beginning. I'm finished. That antecedent is done, and it's time to think. Now, again, on a lot of these antecedents in the models, you get time. 
cushy time in the antecedent life to figure out your next step. When is that new beginning and how can we plan for Project B, for that adventure, the culmination? What can we do to get there exactly at the time that we want to? You know, there are people out in the world who have planned so well that when the lease on their car is finished, they're driving off in a new car the very next day or that moment. There are people in the world who plan so well that the day they get their degree, they are enrolled in the next program, or they have the job, or they're already off to military service. Who knows? But in this case, you didn't have planning time. And even if it's not like a light switch that all of a sudden you're done, you really didn't plan. You had no chance. You're unwelcome. Now, I hate talking about that because there are people in my life whom I hold dear who have experienced everything I just described. And I think about those people all the time. And I hope that you will too. These of the eight are the ones that probably need the most support. So be there for them, friends. They are your people. They're the ones you hold dear. And let's say, for example, that you do see the writing on the wall. You do realize that Oh boy, at any point in time, there might be an unwelcome notice coming up. And you decide to take it into your own hands. You decide to reclaim the narrative. So on day of impact, minus one, so to speak, thereabouts, you march in, if you will, to a supervisor, the dean of your school, your boss, your spouse, whoever is about to be telling you you're unwelcome, and you take it back. You give some sort of a symbol like ripping a time card or putting your keys onto a desk or counter, whatever works for that particular narrative, and you reclaim that narrative. Now, how do you feel about that? If you think about it, it's the same thing. And I've talked elsewhere, but it's worth stating again that if we were able to dismiss ourselves from all the emotional baggage that goes with all of these new beginnings, we would find that they are identical. And if you haven't found out yet why and by what measure they are identical in the eyes of this crazy guy, find it. It's out there. you got to do a little searching. But I did come up with a reason that it seems that way. So if being told you are unwelcome and reclaiming the narrative in this survival mode are similar, if not kind of the same, 
What is different? What have you done that's so special here? Well, in one of the cases, you might uh, enjoy some compensation or severance or various other ways to say such words, given the relationship. But how much is that worth versus the pride that you might feel, the, the satisfaction? Or someone I hold dear uses the phrase, I don't want to give them the satisfaction. So it's not like I'm going to feel better. It's just I don't want them to feel better. That's pretty good. That's pretty good in this case. But the effect is still that on some particular day, you wake up and your regimen, everything that's habitual, is off kilter. And we know humans are adaptable and you will get to a new plateau. You will find that new regimen. You'll find new habits. But for that day, for that moment in time, on the day of impact, or the day of impact minus one, you have a different life. But the truth of the matter is, as the series, as the Passion Project utters, you have no other life. So do you want to live an existence in which you're constantly teetering on the possibility of being told you're unwelcome? and losing all of your courage and dignity for a moment in time before you reclaim it as a phoenix from the ashes. And I believe that for you. Or do you try to take it from them? Truth of the matter is, most people don't want to tell you that you're unwelcome. And there might be a variety of reasons that they give, but in truth, there's really just a few reasons that they might tell you you're unwelcome. You're, you might be holding them back from something. You might be threatening their reputation or that of the organization that you are no longer welcome to be a part of. Or there might be an ethical lapse and... That doesn't always mean that you did something underhanded. There are current events right this moment that are telling us that there are people out there who are being uh, released, being told that they are unwelcome because they might be too, um, too honest, too upright to live in a situation where something else is going. And of course, that is a different story entirely, but it's all part of the same model. And the reason that I breached that for a second, or broach, what did I do? Broach, breach, is because of the fact that these are everywhere. So I talk from time to time, and you've seen it in various other formats, throughout this season to think about those around us, to realize the many different ways in which we are going through all of these different models, but also those whom we hold dear, 
those around us who we might not hold as dear, and people in the public eye, and fictional characters, and people that exist in song lyrics and history, 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 <laughs> historical books and histories, literature, plays, they're everywhere. And start to think about the different models that they're all a part of. Before I botch any more words and sentences, my friends, I'm going to bid you farewell. I'm at Rick Seaholm just about everywhere that I want to be, and then there are some places where I'm just not. Seek me out, because there's original content going on right now in all those places, and you don't want to miss any of it, I'm sure. In the meantime, friends, take care of yourself, because you have no other life.